This is CliffCentral.com. Yeah, it's another week, it's another day, it is Thursday, and you know the time is 11 until 12. You're with me, Timisha Masha, and the lovely Candace Mama. Looking, oh looking all leoparded up. <laughs> you Leopard know, I, I'd love to say that I chose this because, you know, it was so cute, but it's my fat yeah. jacket. Oh, so, it's your fat jacket? Yeah, it makes me feel okay. less fat. No woman ever. <laughs> I wore this jacket because I was going to sit next to you and you're so special. So no. I chose my fat jacket. Yeah, no. I'm too used to you by now. I don't dress up anymore. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> you just, you know. But you liked the jacket until I told you. Yeah, I really jacket, did. So I don't get what you're saying. You should have said You said anything. I was going to compliment you. Like, nice jacket. Um, Katesh is also in the studio with us today. We're going to get to him just now. And he's also wearing a nice jacket. It's a nice jacket day today. Yeah. Because it's, it's cold. It is very cold. It was unexpectedly cold, though. Yeah, I was quite surprised. Yeah. It's a good thing I slept at home. <laughs> As opposed to what? Because that's where I have all my clothes. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been a bit short. I don't know. As opposed to where else would you be sleeping? There's many places one wow. could sleep, but um, I'm just glad that it was at home. Is it like Papa's a Rolling Stone situation? <laughs> no, I never said that, but I've got my hat here in the studio. So <laughs> wherever I lay that, you know. Um, <laughs> That is very sad because you're going to get like evicted in an hour. I probably am. So let me just keep quiet right now. Right now. It's, 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 yeah, no. Let me not talk about that. Anyway, um, so no woman ever. You, you, what? I'll tell you what. Hang on a second. Yes. Is that better? Yeah, okay, a little lower. <laughs> like my volume was like not there. Okay. Okay. No, a little, a little louder. A little louder? Yeah. Good, good. A little more. Yes, it's perfect. Less. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Like, Stop it. Okay. So what's <laughs> no this no woman, woman ever? ever? Is, it, is it a new thing? Um, well, it's actually this past week. That's when I encountered it. it. Yeah. Like, um, I think it was last weekend mm-hmm. that I encountered the hashtag. And it was okay. actually so relevant. I thought, wow, all women experience this, you know. And it's sometimes so refreshing to know that women share a similar experience, even though it's a negative one in this case. So what is it about? Okay, so basically the No Woman Ever hashtag started with a woman who had been experiencing harassment. Oh, okay. And now because in society, in a lot of ways, it's become normal, right? Mm-hmm. A guy's allowed to like shout at you on the side of the road and no one's going to be like, oh my gosh, that poor woman's being harassed. Is he People shouting just, or is he just like trying to get your number? No, I mean, well, well, and no. you're far away. No, I mean, no, no, you're no. You're making no, it sound no, like he's no, angry no, or something. No. It's like, <laughs> hey, they get angry. over there. No, excuse I, me. Hi. No, no, no. <laughs> They, uh, people, t- it's some some guys get aggressive. Really? Because like you know, when you're a woman and you're walking to past a construction site, let's say to um, goodness knows where. So yeah. for me, it was pick and pay. So, so you're I enjoy walking. Past walking. Construction site yes. pick and pay. I really enjoy walking. So I was walking and they were building a house, you know. Mm. And as you're walking, as a woman, already you get anxiety because you know what's about to go down. And you know, it's one way. It's not like I can take a detour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, if, so, you, if you could, you would. Wouldn't you? Exactly. And if I could just like you know man up. Yeah. Like unless get my you live for that. Unless like you're like no. you know what I need a couple of compliments. No. No. <laughs> Hello, sweetie. No. Hello, my size. <laughs> Hello, nice. You needed that that day. It's like you were there. Sometimes um, you need that. <laughs> No, well, it endorses because mm. I was walking there, so that happened. You know, the hollering and like, oh, you know, uh, Slender never gets tired. Slender never gets tired. Yeah. That's how I say it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but then now the problem is, how am I going to get back home? 
Oh, because you have to go past yeah, the it's same a one place. way. <laughs> I'm like, so oh goes. damn, yeah. damn. And, and this time they get irritated because they're like, oh, you, oh, you think you better? You yeah, think you yeah. better? <laughs> you know, and well, they start tuning you. Yeah. <laughs> they start tuning you, and you know, it's, as a woman, it gets very intimidating because you think to yourself, okay, if these guys actually did do something, I stand no chance. Mm. I stand no but chance. You gym every day, you could kick that. I could, but they're one, one, so like one person. Even, it could be an even. He, Even match. No, I don't think so. I think like five and little old five. me, you know, and I can't scream to Dude, save I've my seen, life. I've so seen I'm your done. pictures of your squats. I've never <laughs> seen you do your squats. I don't know if it was just your posing, but all you have to do is just kick. <laughs> you can kick one at a time. Kick I've one got onto the building side. Well, I've got two legs, you know, as opposed to yeah, I one has to be solid on the ground and then the other one's got to kick and then there's Jump. still four and other then, guys. Like, as you're falling backwards, this is not a kung fu movie. And then what? do a black flip and then you're back on your feet. You what know what? Heck? You should actually show me. I'll show you after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And I'll film you doing it so that all women will feel safer knowing how to do this. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it will help because I still think there was special effects and stuff. So, okay. But let me so tell anyway, you. Okay, yeah. so, yes. so after you passed the, the, the construction site, yes. what happened? No, no, no. Nothing happens per se, but it's just like a form of harassment. Oh, okay. But that, that's mild. You know, I think every woman experiences that. But I want to read you like a couple of tweets that are... I think, that are quite funny? No, they're not funny. <laughs> there was one but, that you told me about okay, earlier. No, no, no. That's that's a different hashtag. That's waste his time. Oh, waste his time. Where yeah, that's she was funny. Like, um, what? Tell him you want his last name, then marry his brother. Wow. <laughs> I need That's that in my life. <laughs> what? Okay. Um. No, I mean, like, I mean, I need that as much as I need, like, a heart attack. <laughs> Your sarcasm voice has got to, like, you know, yeah, I've be tuned work hard out on that. Because yeah. that sounded okay. a bit serious. Okay. Um, okay, so one of the tweets is this. Um, he said I should be lucky that a brother with his life together would want... To give me his time I felt like I won the lottery Hashtag no woman ever Okay um, Another one For the first 20 unsolicited dick pics I was on the fence But after he sent the 21st, uh, 21st one I knew he was the one okay. Said no woman ever <laughs> Okay I know you want to talk about those ones Move on to Oh yes <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wasn't attracted to him I politely declined his number But when he followed me off the bus I knew it was love. Mm. No yeah. woman ever. Yeah. You yeah. know, so there are a couple of them. Yeah. And um, there's one I actually like. It says, sexual harassment is a confidence boost. I love being reminded that my self-worth directly correlates with my appearance. Wow. Said no woman ever. Yeah, yeah. Said <laughs> so, no woman ever. No woman ever. Oh, okay. So you that's know? the whole point. Said no woman exactly. ever. Exactly. It's quite interesting though. I mean, I, I love I love how they put it out there because, it's you know, it, it hits home. You're like, I, I know those guys. And it's just so embarrassing. And like it's that, sad. That, that CEO was it of Celsi, uh, who <laughs> yeah, came out and the said, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, he said it." That so he hires pretty say women. That he hires pretty women. That they actually they they, they raise they raise the morale the, the morale of the company. You know, um, and it's not true. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working with you a while, and I've been depressed. Um, uh, I don't think that has yeah, to do with so, me. So, I'm you know, awesome. <laughs> yeah, you didn't do nothing for me. But but uh, no, what was but funny you know, is the other yes. women mm-hmm. in the exec at Celsius yes. said nothing. They were like, "Yes, it's okay. We agree with him." I don't think it was an agreement. I think it was just compromising to them, you know, to have to come out and say something, knowing that they might nothing. I was so disappointed like, in them. No, no. I but, was like, but how awkward would this be? You speak out in public against this, and then the guy still stays your boss. Now, now That's you've cool. got to report to him and you're like... No, now he knows how you feel. It's like, don't make me say it again. Yeah, but now it's going to make your work life uncomfortable. 
can't do that. Now, yes, now we can. know. Now we know why he's making it uncomfortable. And no. we can say, hey, listen, just because I said what you said was rubbish, you can't make me feel like this. No, but can I tell you something? It's actually sad that no, in, in the brave, workplace, guys. in the workplace environment, uh, women t- tend to face a lot of sexual harassment. That's true, they do. And I think I actually had an and experience. Men too. I experienced it a lot. <laughs> Okay, well, speak about your experience. Yeah, okay. Um, my particular experience, yeah. I mean, it wasn't the first time, but um, I went to a business meeting and it was like I did a presentation and it all went well. So I thought, okay, cool. So this guy followed me out of the meeting, you know, and I thought like, you know, it's just to say, okay, thanks, bye. And he walked with me and then I told him, you know, oh, no, this is not appropriate. You know, I don't... <laughs> You don't have to go further than this. Yes, you know, I know fine. where the car is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and he followed me to the car. So, he, and he was making this chit chat. So I could, sh- like, I was showing him, you I'm knew. uncomfortable. Oh, okay, okay. I'm very uncomfortable. But so then, something said until to you, he's gonna said, turn. You no, know, until he said, no. You know, we should actually grab lunch outside of this, and I can like show you a great time. <clears> and I was like, no, I've got enough friends, but thank you for the offer. Then he's like stood in front of the car door, like looking at me, like girl. And I was like, no, brother, no. I'm trying to be nice, but yeah. you know, you you don't. Yeah. And then I got an email from mm. the same company saying that my proposal did not meet feasibility. Okay. And, um, so it didn't work out. Of course basically. not. Of course not. Would one lunch date have hurt you? You know what? Because it starts like that, right? <laughs> and then it starts with a little lunch date here. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know where I used to get trapped? Yeah. <laughs> this, oh, yeah. this is how they used to get me. <laughs> you set up a business meeting. So you send up, you send out an email you've met initially at the office, mm, whatever. Mm. Now, all of a sudden, the office is no longer a convenient place to meet. Oh. And it's like, oh, listen, I've only got time between two and three. Um, and that's my lunch time. So would you mind just squeezing in between these times, whatever? So you go there and then you sit there for an hour and you realize that this guy is not intending to speak about business. Like, I was gonna oh, say that never let's happens. Relax. To me. And usually I end up. No, can up I tell tab. you something? Yeah? Guys usually will say something like, you, so you get there with your professional thing, like you're ready to launch in because you know you've got an hour. Mm. And you'll be like, oh, before we get into heavy things, let's just order a drink. Yeah. And then he'll order whatever it is, coffee, whatever. Mm. And then when the coffee comes, now now we've got to wait for the lunch because obviously you can't speak on an, on yeah. a hungry stomach. Uh, uh, and then tell Next me thing more you about know, yourself. Tell me more. How did you get into this? Mm. What, wow. what movies do you a like? A young girl like you. What, what kind of music do you listen <laughs> yeah. to? Then they'll always drop do compliments like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, and then. <laughs> After the meeting, oh, gosh, and then they're like, "Please just this follow this happens. up. Please follow this, this up with an email." Not in this day and age. It guys. happens all oh, the time. Oh my gosh, it's actually embarrassing. It's it's sad. I'm bad. But anyway, um, yes. we're gonna keep on talking about it throughout the show. But it's really sad, guys. If you're listening and you know you're this kind of guy, you know yourself. I don't know if guys like this know themselves. Know yourself, guy. Know if you're thyself. this kind of guy, like we're gonna expose you, and you're boring us now because, like, I've heard the story so many times. It's so it's, sad. It's like that's what I actually it's a expect person, more. Right? I expect more of that than, yeah. than than if someone like a woman says, "I went to a business meeting, and you know what? We only spoke about business." <laughs> How surprising is that? Like all you wanted, to, all you was interested in, is the proposal, the numbers. Can I tell? And then after that, he was like, "We will get back to you." Um, shall we use your yes. office number or yes. your, 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 your office email address? I, I'm just like, wow, that something? actually happens? No, can, it's actually funny because sometimes it's not as overt as the incident I just described. Sometimes it's something like you presenting, let's say usually 
it's to a group of men or men or whatever. And as you speak into this man, you can see that he's not listening to anything you're saying. You could have just been like, so I like peanut butter and, you know, because mm. he's literally, mm. his attention is not on your speech. He's like mm. assessing you and scanning you and you, or you start like altering your positioning, like you start buttoning up everything. I think you should wear Trust me, I've worn worse and... <laughs> And it still and happens. Still, hey? It is so sad. Yeah. They see the potential. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, she they're don't like, know. She, she's a fixer upper. <laughs> okay. Well, fortunately, we have in the studio with us yes. Mr. Kritesh Sanderson, yes. who is a business strategist at Sun Advisory. And today, we're going to be talking about something very exciting. How to turn your passion, what you love doing, into a business that actually makes, makes money. money. <laughs> Um, wait, wait, hang on a second. Wait, yeah, <laughs> Katesh's mic was um, not I on. To, I have to switch you on. I, I hope that's the right one. Say something, Katesh. Hi. Yes. Hi. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm in the studio, so I've been a bit quiet here, but uh, <laughs> hello to everyone. So, what do you think of this? I mean, um, in, in your advisory, do you ever have to talk to people, like especially ladies, who have had this problem before? And what would you say to them? Look, fortunately, in my in my experience, and it's maybe very limited. I haven't haven't been confronted with with that problem. Yeah, uh, not, not many guys ask you out after a business. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I think so. I think do they're not going to ask me out. Do you think it's them or it's you? I don't know. I don't know what it is. But <laughs> maybe I, you're not. Ma- bringing what are you out? doing wrong? <laughs> maybe it's a subject. You know, uh, <laughs> definitely when I'm presenting, nobody's asking me what music do you listen to. <laughs> What movies do you like? Um, maybe we should take this outside the office. <laughs> Why do you wear to bed? <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. but I mean, I, just, just to add on that is, yeah. is, is we do find that, that South African business meetings are always chatty. So, so, you know, the, the issue is you don't, you know, dive deep into the subject matter initially. I mean, we're mm. still in a culture where people like to do, to have the five, ten minutes of, Finding out who we are, and we, uh, we are relaxed in that sense. Yes, yes. That that we get to know each other first, and and generally, you know, people offer you something to drink, and then you move yeah. into. A, to a, I think we have that as a thing. I think what happens in in a situation in a male female dynamic, sometimes uh, you know that gets stretched stretched out, and and you have those situations. I think I haven't had to deal with them directly, but I've heard of it. I mean, I've heard of it a number of times, and I think people. You know what? People know people treat other people differently, mm. and that's that's you know the way it works. Yeah. And and from a strategy perspective, you're always saying, well, so and so would probably agree to this plan if you presented. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm. So 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 it does yes. it does work yes. in a different sense, yes. right? Yes. So yes. it says, well, if I presented this, I might just get a, a, yeah. a sort of wishy washy answer. Yes. But if you presented it, yeah. maybe yes. they're more amicable to the situation. But with what you just said, is is it okay if you have that kind of power? Is it okay to use it, or do you still go? It's just wrong. I must, I must still be like. No, I won't present it because he finds me attractive. No, I think. No, you know, I, I think. I think the reality. Exactly, because there are different situations, yes. right? Whereby you can and you understand that the reason I even got this meeting is because this person finds me attractive, or whatever the case is. However, mm-hmm. you know, it's how far that gets stretched. Correct. You know, it's the appropriateness of it all. Oh, because okay. I can still maintain, even though I know that you are attracted to me, I can still work and I can still be professional. Okay. Look, it's th- just how far the other yeah, person I, is. I think there's a, there's a line that gets crossed. Is, is, yes. And the line is crossed, obviously, when somebody has given you clear signals, I'm not interested, I'm here to do a professional thing, yeah. and and you draw the line. When it gets stretched, when when the person doesn't recognize those boundaries, oh, I see. and yes. then continues along the path, that's yeah. when it becomes...
becomes uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. I think I think that's where where you've got yeah, exactly. exactly exactly. And I, and I think some people take it for granted that that somebody will just like me because of who I am and I'm the yes. best and and I can't take no for an answer. And I think I think those you get those personalities. Yet yes. yet yes. on the other side, the majority, you get people who who respect boundaries, who mm. who who will. Um, obviously, be more professional. Yeah, yes, we'll be friendly. Majority. Yes, yeah. we'll be friendly yeah. because doesn't mean you're professional. You got to be cold exactly. and hard and mm. stick to the mm. timing. Mm. Yes. And yes, people people nowadays with with timing do do request meetings outside normal hours. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I think if there's a relationship and you trust the person, I think that that's that's well and fine. Yeah. I think if it's if if your your gut will tell you that's exactly when it. when something is just not quite right. You know when somebody's looking at you and they're not just looking at you. You for the great advice you're giving, but something else, <laughs> right? You, I don't care who you are, <laughs> yeah. and and I, I and I wouldn't really. hate. I never know. What? No, you do know. I, as far as I'm really? concerned, you know. I, I, I don't know. You just told us that it happens to you all the time. So <laughs> and listen, story. I say a lot of stuff that's not true. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but let me let me be on the, other, the yeah. flip side. I mean, I think people have met their significant other partners in business situations. Because mm. if you haven't met somebody, where are you going to do that? You could have met them in a work s- scenario. Mm. Or you could have met them at a, at a networking thing, and if there's obviously common interest, that's a different thing. Yeah. But I think if if there isn't, and the signals are there clearly that listen, I'm not interested, and 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 that's where you draw the line. I think yeah. th- then the professionalism of the person has to come into play, yeah. and say, well, you know, that's that's where it it because there are a lot of people out there that 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 are looking for a significant other, and it's just in in the business sense is you are meeting far more people these days. Because work consumes you, yeah. Mm. Right. If you're working eight to ten hours a day, uh, yeah. Yeah. where else are you going to meet people, right? Yeah. Or fourteen it makes hours sense, a day. But I like, yeah, I like what Katesha is saying because I think, you know, Except I'm not against. Meeting. No, yeah. I think I'm not against how people meet. I really mm. don't mind it. But I think sometimes there needs to be first the professional side. You know, you fulfill your obligation on the professional yes. side, and then you can transition the relationship. Okay. But don't make me feel like it's a quid pro quo situation. Yeah, that yeah. if I give you this contract or this job or whatever, then this is what I expect in Absolutely. return. Because that's how it tends to feel. Mm. You know, because I know you're not asking me out because I'm suppose, so, you know. Yeah, I suppose what Katesha is saying is like, take your time to get to know the other person Precisely. and see where it goes. Because you will see the signs that, okay, it the, might be possible for me to ask her out to lunch, or really, precisely. That's not what she's here for. Yeah. So let's just <laughs> yes. keep it. Let's just keep it moving, people. Yeah. And, yeah. and 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 I think it's very sad if you're going to, as a business person, especially, yes. mm. even if you're in corporate, if you might lose a really good business potential just because you let those kind of things get involved. Where you're like, oh, you want to go out to lunch with me? Yeah. Well, then maybe your thing is not feasible. Because <laughs> Correct. I mean, it's if obvious. it's going to influence the decision, yeah. right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it might have really helped your company. It, it might have even helped your work. It might have helped your career if this person just got that deal. But because the, you went in there with the wrong intentions, you lost a great opportunity. That's it. You yeah. know, and I think that's the boundary. You know, you have to have a just. But that's what you also said a little yeah. earlier about the. You know, some people in positions. Believe that no woman in their right mind could turn me away. Absolutely. Just purely based on who I am. And I think when someone does turn them away, they think that you, you know, playing a game. Yeah, it becomes, like, it becomes oh, an ego. What? <laughs> so I you know you harder. want me, girl. <laughs> it's, an, it's a little bit of an ego trip, I think, it, a power trip or whatever else that you want to, you want to call it. Is, oh. is, is, is some people, really funny. you know, can't take no for an answer, I suppose. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. sad. It's You're sad. like, I find that so funny. I'm like, it's sad. No, it is, it's funny because it's so sad. It's like, who do you think you are? 
Like, have you not been, like, you've just been told no. You, you just don't believe it. You just no. choose to not. So you're like, no one ever says no, but I just said but no. But it's a very ego. It's very, like that, what that one woman tweeted about a guy who says, you know, I've heard it so many times when I go on a date with a guy or whatever situation it is. If, if he's successful, he'll let it be known that he's successful. Yes. So you'll always say things like, you know, I've got my life together and, you know, it's just that these girls out here, don't know, you know, like they yeah. they after the wrong things, and you look at this guy like that speech right there. That's why you're single. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly. That's no, like I so think it's very important when you're to say things like I, you know, I just uh, you know you won't you won't believe how high the transfer fees on a five million rand house. I just I just bought <laughs> one uh, the day, and, you know, different golf estate, and it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's the biggest property on the street. Um, <laughs> You but are doing really, it wrong. I'm sorry to tell is you. It, am I doing that it is wrong? the worst thing you can say to a woman. But am I doing it right guy, in terms no, of how the other guys are? No, you're doing it wrong. How do because I do as it? a woman, when you're being approached, right? Because I've already said yes to you, so the hurdle's yes. done. Now we're getting to know each other. If if the first, if the only thing you have to offer is financial, then already it's like <laughs> this guy's got no substance. He's going to be boring as hell, you know? Because I already assessed but some women, how you might want, be. Though. Yeah, but you need to choose that's the right ones. The that's right ones at this dinner. The, well, the right ones. The right ones have already assessed. How do you know that's wrong? Maybe no. that's exactly what I'm looking for. No. <laughs> Let's go into this if, with if our eyes open. <laughs> so that's a blessed, yeah. a blessed transaction. That's I'm like, I'm fine about, with that. This, this, it's old-fashioned <laughs> marriage. That's what it is. It's like the old days. I'm speaking about people who want to be loved for who they are and not what they have. It never works. <laughs> Well, I, I think I think on that on that subject, you know, as as far as successful people are concerned, I, as far as I'm concerned, you, I see it all the time. You do get success when someone has power, success, yeah. and money, and it's and then he, and then he's then he's then he's, <laughs> what? and then obviously with him is somebody half his age. Then you've got to understand that 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 some of that is attractive in some some no, circles. I, I, I take offense to that. Because yeah. actually, you know, it's not someone half your age is not only because you got real, you know, money and and power. What is it? Sometimes you're just like really funny and attractive. I uh, know. Really? But, um, <laughs> is, is, is that, no, is, no, that no. Your, is that your story? No, I think I think it is possible. We've really no, 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 no. Can I just say? I think that is possible while we are on this lovely topic. <laughs> that you know, a woman can be attracted to an older guy, and sometimes it is because, like, for example, I'm surrounded by older guys all the time. You know, I don't go into situations necessarily where I meet my peers. Yeah. So in that situation it's easy to <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not that young. <laughs> what? <laughs> but but but, but but um <laughs> this could get interesting. And I'm like what? I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> So the kind of guys I meet tend to be a lot older than I am. And yes, because of the environment and industry I'm in, I tend to meet successful guys. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I do get how it's perceived because people are like, she must be with him because he's rich. (laughs) And sometimes you're like, no, I didn't know he was rich. Is it because like (laughs) when you look at first sight, there's nothing else that you can see that you could say, that's why she's with him. No, it's not that, but I'm an old soul. Like, I mean, I... And at nine o'clock, I need to be in bed. Like even yesterday, I went to the premiere of um, Independence Day Insurgent. Mm. That stressed your bedtime, man. Like I was just like, "What am I doing?" At nine o'clock, I was like fighting my eyes. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So I need an older guy who can, who who like gets that. Who is also (laughs) like passing out. Who's not knocking at my door at nine? Like maybe it's time to leave. No, go (laughs) away. No, at twelve, it's like, hey, hey, let's go closer. Listen, you 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 know a little bit more on the subject than I do. All I'm saying is. you know a lot more. 
All I'm saying is, as an older guy, I'm, saying is that I'm sometimes, that guy who's like, hey, it's 12, let's go, it's clubbing time. Yeah, no, that's Harim why we could open. never, like, we, it, could never <laughs> it would work never out. work, ever, it's, ever. We're putting that out there on air so everyone actually knows. <laughs> right. As if they didn't already. Yeah, but well, okay. some people, I don't think get it. Anyway, <laughs> Katesh, can we go back to the subject? Yeah. Sure, we can um, go back to so, so, basically, uh, people, one thing that you always say, at Sun Advisory yes. is you must first find out what it is that you love. Why Absol- is that so important? Absolutely. Mm. I mean, I, I think it's part of our, our GROW program mm. that, that I've introduced that, that mm. topic of understanding yeah. yourself. In fact, let's talk about, let's just quickly give an introduction sure. to the GROW program. Absolutely. Um, the acronym, is, it's, a, it's an acronym, right? Yes, it is. It literally stands for Get Ready to Own Your World, GROW. Oh, world. Wow. Okay. And, uh, and, and it's really what, what, it's, what it really says. is I think everybody can own the environment that they're in, mm. and the life they lead. Um, mm. and, and that was the beginning of of essentially the thinking around know yourself because if you're going to do anything long term it really has to reflect who you really are yeah mm. and and it's from personal experience so i've always said you know do you really understand who you are and and, and who you are is 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 who you see in the mirror Okay. It's not. It's not this image of of what car do you drive and how yeah. people perceive yeah. me. Yeah. Or when I get yeah. to work and I'm the reliable guy or I'm the knowledgeable person, or I'm this confident uh, person walking down, presenting, leading. Mm. It's it's who you really are. Know yourself. What do you like and what do you don't like? In those moments when you are literally home alone <laughs> and you yeah. could pretend to be whatever you want to be. Who is that person? Who's okay. that person in your Why house? Why not pretend to be yourself? Exactly. <laughs> the problem is a lot of people pretend when they go out, but when, they, when yeah, they're behind when they're closed alone. doors and you're mm-hmm. alone and you think about it, you know, whether you live to, to play with little cars on a table or, or you enjoy okay. talking to people or you're, you're a person who likes to write, whatever it is, whatever drives you really is the starting point to what you're going to do. Mm. Mm. Um, and I've always found that you need to, to peel away the layers to find that real, because as you grow up, Right. What happens? Layers form. As yeah. you go to school, you, you, you create additional layers. And as yeah. you go to university, additional ones come. And then you go to work and these additional layers come. So the real you is deep down there somewhere. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that, yeah. Uh, let me give you a, a prime example. If you're a person who enjoys talking to people and, and, and enjoys interacting, that's something that you like and you have that as your skill. That's what you come with. Okay. Essentially, that's your DNA. If you if you slice you through, you say, well, let me look at who I really am. I like mm. numbers. I don't really like dealing with people. I like doing things, and those things really inform what you'll eventually end up end up doing because you'll resonate to what's the the the, the core of your inner being. Mm. And that's what I said. Understand yourself. Really understand yourself. If you like, no point if you don't like interacting with people, and you you really are a loner. Yeah. To go into some business that requires you to interact with people all day long. Yeah, mm. like you shouldn't be a restaurant. Yes. I mean, you should be a forklift truck right. driver. Might be something that you exactly. can look into. I mean, you know, yeah. for you know, for a fact, when you, I I hate cooking. Or I, I love doing this. Or I love being in the garden, you know. So, so if you didn't like gardening or, or plants, no point going into smart. landscaping. I can tell you now <laughs> okay. because as soon as customers start complaining about landscaping, you're gonna think, "Oh, I'm out of here." But there's no sometimes, way. Oh, sorry. sorry go ahead, go uh, but on. don't you think that sometimes people get into careers that they don't necessarily <laughs> enjoy, but that they end up becoming extremely successful in, you can. and they become complacent in that because they think to themselves, "I'm not leaving this. You know, I'm I'm making money. I'm comfortable. But, but yeah." I've got that, that Danefin house. <laughs> that that can happen. I think yeah. I think you will do that initially. I think you'll you'll make the right head choice. Mm. You've studied something, you've got into a company, you make a lot of money. Mm. But at some point, 
you'll have a feeling where that is not enough. <laughs> oh, yes. And I s- simply say, when you get to the point and make the decision, that's not enough for me, then you're obviously not in the right place. Hmm. Because because if if you get up and say, well, I, I'm really not doing the right thing, yeah. but I really can pay the bills, I need to do. I mean, everyone knows, and I'm not going to, it's no secret, I'm a chartered accountant. Right? Yes. By yes. trade. But I cannot see myself in a financial management role, you know, it being in a company every day or FD role. Okay. Yeah. It's not me. As, yeah. as much as, as I have the qualification. At the SABC every day. Correct. As much as people say to me, oh, there is a great role. I never get there. Yeah. Huh. Because it isn't what I like doing. The core of me isn't that. The head choice says, do this, become mm. a chartered accountant because you make a lot of money. You'll have a stable career. Yes. You'll never want. I mean, that was mm. the, the mm. beginning, mm. right? Mm. And, and you do it for a while. You gain some experience. And, and at some point, you'll find out that that wasn't enough yeah. to carry on. I think yeah. you, if, if you had needs, pressing needs, you will do that to pay yeah. the rent. Oh, yes. You will do that. Yeah. So I think people do things that they have to do. But if they really ask themselves what it what is, is and, and then I'm saying if you're going to be doing something other than what you were doing, yes. how do you make that right choice? Okay. And I always say come back to, to who you really are. Because what will self. happen, correct, because what will happen, your core self continues irrespective. And sometimes somebody says, this guy has been doing this. For, you, you obviously achieve success. Yes. But when you look at the person, you realize he's been doing this for 20 years. Okay. Why? Hmm. Because he's always loved that. He's been doing it for 20 years, and at some point, he achieved a bit of success. Why? Because he kept going at it because it was really him. Hmm. If it's not really you, will you keep going at it? Okay. How about he, this? Go uh, ahead. Here's the thing, right? Um, your background has helped you to where you are. As yes. much as you might not see yourself in a CFO role or an FD role it or has. whatever, it has. the fact is you marry the two. You, you, you have the Correct. accounting Correct. ability and, uh, and skill, and yet you have this other side of you, which is a personality that loves to talk to people, meet Absolute. people, um, be creative, think outside of the box. Yes. So you put strategy, and that strategy is very important to put alongside the financial acumen to know how to actually get your business started. Absolutely What's right. the next step now when you realize, you know what, what I love doing is I love Socks with all my heart. I just mm. go to the to the Woolies or, just, or Edgar's, and the first socks. thing I do is I just go towards the socks sock yeah. sock section. Section, yes, exactly. So, <laughs> yes. so in other words, you found a thing of interest that interests mm. you. The idea next is that is the really the idea, and what the idea is to marry socks with something that is commercially viable. Okay. In other words, you have an interest in something. It's mm. making socks, selling mm. socks, doing mm. whatever. Mm. The idea is is really a question about. What I do with socks that will generate money for me, yes. right? So what can I do with it? And the real question in, in the idea part, in assessing the idea, comes down to one thing in my mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. Comes down to volume, mm, okay? Mm, mm, because mm. any idea you have is a great idea. But when you add that to volume, mm. decides whether you'll do it, you'll make the decision whether you'll do it or not. Okay. So, so for example... If, if it's, if it's, and I often give this, this thing, choose anything out of it, and you, you've, you've chosen socks. Then you say, well, here I am, I love socks, so it's, it's, a, it's an idea that's attached to me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Next thing is you already ask yourself, well, how many socks do I need to sell to keep me in the lifestyle that I would like to have? Yes. Mm. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So that means you will work out what is the volume of socks that you actually need to produce or sell in the market to achieve what is your goal? Mm. Yeah. So, so for example, if you know yourself and you've got low overheads and you only need to make a thousand rand a month, mm. right? And, and say for each, uh, say, you know what? You only Where the hell do you live? You're living at home. You're living at home. You're yeah. living at home. 
Your parents are taking care of everything. You're living at home. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. A thousand rand is for that one night you because take care of on a date. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, this, this is just a simple yeah. example. So, so in that case, you know, well, I need to produce a hundred pairs of socks. Mm. Okay. Okay. In, in that case. But if, if, if you're another person in somebody else's life who, whose requirement is 10,000 rand, that number of socks goes up by 10 times. Yeah. Okay, so you need to do, and, and, and in yeah. deciding the volume, would that be sufficient enough? Would I be able to achieve the volume number to make sure that I can continue to live and achieve my goals? Because yeah. all of us have different goals. Yeah. Yeah. As much as we say, well, let's get into business. One person may have a goal of making 10,000 rand and it's, I'm, I feel like I'm rich on 10,000 rand. Yeah. Another person may feel I'm really rich at, at 250,000 a month. Mm. Mm. And so mm. therefore, mm. marrying mm. what you mm. love or your interest with the idea and a volume question yeah. allows you to say, will I make enough in this business to keep me in the lifestyle and what I'm accustomed, what, what will ultimately make me happy? Yeah. Okay, but what's the process of elimination? So let's say I love socks and I've got an affinity to socks. Absolutely. But I realize that the sock thing is really not going to work out because, you know, the marketplace is too saturated with socks. So That's do I right. have to, yes, do I have to eliminate that and say, okay, no, socks not viable. Now I have to look into myself and say, was it really socks or am I into fashion? And then you now grow the dream and you start restructuring I, I, around I, I, that. I think, I think you will, you will grow your dream until you, you can achieve what your objective actually is in okay. my mind. Mm-hmm. So, so for example, if, if, if you start out with socks and you, and, and, and business is evolving, right? When you start on one idea, you don't always end up Indeed. in that idea. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. You start off along a path and then you realize I'm not going to cut it with just this. Therefore, do I need to go into fashion or does it need to be a men's apparel? Does it need to be something else? And you grow on that until you achieve your, your, what, what you actually want. Mm. And, and it's making that financial decision and putting a number to it at the end of the day. Mm. Yeah. Because no point doing it blind. Does, right? does, does, does the fact that you have differentiated yourself, you found a unique selling proposition, Actually, help you get into that market. And Absolutely, maybe even sell more socks than you ever dreamed of selling. It, the yeah. norm, the norm, normally that's the case. But in deciding whether you should or not, whether it's going to be viable or not, it's a volume question, right? Mm. So you decide. Look, let me get into this. If I manage to achieve X, I'll be able to survive. Because the first thing you get into business. Let's not forget, when you're getting into business, you're getting into business to make money. Yeah. Okay. So, so I've often said people talk about a vision and a mission and I've got a passion and, and mm. exactly, but but they forget this element that you have to make money, right? Yeah. You yeah. are, and it's not it's not bad to make money. Mm. It's the goal of business is we are there to sell good. exactly. <laughs> so 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 some people may may feel that's not really them. How do I knowingly that this thing costs five rand, but I'm going to charge somebody else ten rand? I might feel guilty that I'm that overcharging twenty. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or twenty, right? <laughs> So, so the idea of business and, and someone walks in and, and you know it's five rand, but you're yeah. going to be selling them for 20 rand, knowing that you're just taking 15 rand, but that's ultimately business. You are there to make some money. Okay. And if, if the market, if you produce, if you're producing something that the market can pay for, that's the way you make money. Huh. Right. But do you think that everyone is designed to be an entrepreneur? Because I find that sometimes people are very conceptual where they can come up with brilliant ideas, but they struggle with implementation. And then a lot more people are implementers. So yes. they say, I've got this idea and they want to just run with it. No paperwork, no backing, nothing. They just want to do it. Absolutely. I was going to say, it's funny because the, the implementers usually don't have the ideas and the ones yes. who can't implement always <laughs> exactly. have the great ideas. No, that's what I'm saying. Is it? Do you think that everyone is designed to be an entrepreneur or are some people just no. supposed to be employees? Look, not everyone one one is is necessarily well. Not everyone is designed to necessarily be an entrepreneur, and I, 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 there are people who are very successful in a company, 
in a group scenario in 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 corporate careers that are that are very happy mm. people who want more normally end up end up end up being entrepreneurs or people who have no other option oh, really yes, right so yes, you, so you yes. need the, the the norm has been go to university get learn some get a degree get go, a and, job. go and get some experience yeah. <laughs> go get a job yeah. go get some experience yeah. and then after that become an entrepreneur now it's becoming something different yes. in that in that people who have less options are saying well what can i really do and yeah. can i sell something how do i make money how do i pay for myself how do i um, make enough for the lifestyle i'm expected to lead and that leads them along the path of becoming an an entrepreneur mm-hmm. but the, the 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 issue is that it's not an easy exercise. If you're not, if your personality is really a person that doesn't want to take risks, yes. you like you like being in a in a in a, in a job that has a process where you know everything, yes. structure, where, where yes. structure, where you mm. need structure. Then then going out there and taking risks is not for you. Mm. Then, yeah. And if you know that, then in the environment you're in, be it in a corporate job, strive at that. Yes. yes. Having the knowledge that yes. this is actually for me. And if mm. you identify with that, that actually this is for me. Don't look around. Find opportunities in your current job yes. and just mm. excel mm. because you will actually do better. Yes. In that environment. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing yes. wrong with that. Yeah. And there are people who do exceptionally well in banking, in insurance, who have found the niche. It's not always going out there and finding this other thing. It's mm. specifically for people who have done this yes. and say, well, this isn't for me. I am looking for something else. And maybe yeah. I am a risk. That's why knowing yourself is important. Oh, yeah. Am I That's a risk taker? Yes. Right? Yes. Can I live with the uncertainty of not having income? I've, I've mentored a couple of people who've come to me, professionals, mm. and after two months turned around to me and said, I can't handle this. Oh, How wow. do you sit here not knowing where the next consulting piece of work is going to come from? Mm. Yes. I said, you just got to believe in what you're offering. Yeah. Yes. You've got to yeah. go out there every day and you've got to talk to people. And out of the 20 people you're going to talk to, 18 are going to say to you, no, no. <laughs> we, we don't think you know more than us. What are you talking about? You're going to come help me. You yes. know, what, what you're saying is quite interesting because I find, I find actually being an entrepreneur quite addictive i mean what you're talking about i i feel like i'm almost at a point now where i don't want to have that stability and security and know where my next paycheck is coming from i want to strive and i want to i want to have that feeling of it's the 23rd yes (laughs) what's going to happen next and then boom that's a different kind of adrenaline (laughs) you you, you have to have an inner budget jumping no i'm like uh, yeah no i think you know, there is that, yeah. but I don't think people become entrepreneurs to what? worry about their next paycheck. Well, well, no, that's true, obviously. <laughs> but it does help if you've got that, that thing going, you know. Look, there's nothing, you more, there's nothing greater to motivate you than the uncertainty of where your income is going to come from. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. It is a motivating yeah. factor. It I makes mean, you think, wake up and think, actually write think, that damn proposal. Correct. Yeah. You listen, you wake up, you write, you're focused, you talk to people, you take no as an, as an answer and you move on. Well, you take no as uh, just the first hurdle. Correct. And you go back. You and you don't give up. You and don't you, give and up. You don't give up. And, you, and, and, and I, was, I think the, the idea of someone having made that decision that it's right for them when they have done this exercise of saying, I need to move down this path and you will know. It's not an easy path. Mm. All right. So, so that's first tick. You just got yeah. to got to put out there. It's that's never going to be easy. It's never going to be easy. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and I was listening to, to Christopher Visa yesterday. He was on radio. And uh, he spoke about his pep days and he, he started, and I found it very intriguing. And he said, well, remember, we started with one store and we moved on. 
And and it's all in the end seems so easy. Mm. But he says, "Do you realize we've been at it for fifty years?" Yeah, yeah. that's we, the no, guy who no. owns checkers, shop right yeah. checkers, by the way. Um, um, pep stores and pep stores. Um, Whitey Bassan is the checkers guy. Oh, but sorry. but but um, is multi billionaire. Yeah. But what he said was was it's taken him fifty years. Yeah. It's not an easy thing. You know, you you always see the success in the end. But the first store was in operation for a number of years before the second and third and fourth, and then obviously you grow mm. exponentially. But but the the thing is, it's a 50, it's a long walk, and with, that's with, why with those guys, yourself. with those guys, I think what they know about themselves, they love to trade because I, I don't necessarily think they love like I don't think Christoph walks into Pep and just gets like excited like oh I've got to have those shoes. Um, but no. but but what he's thinking is he just loves trading. And there are people who go into business who don't necessarily yes. love the product, the business itself, but they. Love the business mm. of business. Exactly right. right. Exactly right. I They'll think. I think, it, I think initially you'll sell anything, but initially you're starting off with the need, mm. yes. right? The need that you need to make money, mm. that there is an interest. So go into a field where you have an interest in in doing. Mm. Second is, is you got to keep doing it consistently and mm. not give up, and that's yeah. when you get better, right? The more you offer a service, and that's why knowing yourself very well, because by knowing yourself, you will know. That this particular thing I can do for ten years. Yes. Right. Yeah. I can't. Even do when the money's not rolling. Yes. Even and when the money's not rolling in. But right? that's where it starts, right? Because yeah. you're not going to start a business. The wake up one day and say, you know what? I feel like starting a business, and then tomorrow money rolls in. Correct. Yeah. It's a consistent hard effort. Exactly. But I wanted to add to that to say that what you are discussing is a dream, like overall, you know, yes. whatever it is you choose to do, and that drives your soul. Yeah, yeah. But I think what's also important, and that you just highlighted, is that it takes work. You know, and I think work. a lot of people see the end result, but they don't want to know about the middle, the 10 hours of training that you do. That's or, right. 10,000 hours. 10,000. 10,000 hours. And you know that why that applies? And I often think about it in, 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 in my sense. Mm. And I've been in consulting for 12 years, right? Mm. So, so, so when I started, it was something in my core I liked doing. And, and even though there were periods when I didn't do it and there were, you know, times when I, when I, when I, I, I really had bad times or whatever, but I kept continuing doing it. Why? Mm. Because you come back to who you are and what you like doing. Mm. Mm. And, okay. and that allows you then to consistently do it. Okay. You'll rake up the, the 10,000 hours. Mm. You'll almost by default because you keep on coming back and you're interested and you're engaged and the failures ah, don't yeah, really squash yeah, you. Yeah. Because you, you, it might stop you for a little bit. Yeah. But you'll come back to it. Yes. Mm. You'll come you back. You can't help you yourself. Can, you yes, can't help yes. yourself because this is what you like it's an doing. Addiction, right? Exactly. And once you've discovered <laughs> what you like doing, you can't undiscover it in a You sense. can't. And yeah, that's why, that's, that's why you, you then have the, the, the ability to practice that. Mm. And as you spend time doing something, you are going to get better. You're going to get better from the, from the times when you, when you lost business. You get better from the times when you won business. Mm. You yeah. get better from the times in when fact, you. In fact, what you're saying, your failures actually become, Both in you. the end, your, your, your successes. Yes. That's what makes you stronger. What you, you build right? on, yeah. Because you're consistent. You're learning from them. Yes. Now imagine if it wasn't really you. The first or second failure, you eventually say, you know what? I'm done I actually with don't this. care about this yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to do something else. Yeah. So all that you've, you've learned there is not really being, being pushed on oh, further. So you're taking it's a bit of that, mm. but you're switching to something else. And yeah. you're constantly doing the switch. Every few years, you're switching to something else. Mm. Which means you never get the 10,000 hours you're talking about. You never get and the 10,000 hours. Oh, great stuff. But also I like the that. failure. I think that's important to highlight because failure is almost a sense of pain. And we do our biggest growth and our most growth through pain. Yes. Because if it was smooth sailing, mm. most of us would just not want to practice because we're like, I'm so natural at this. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. Look, you know, but I don't really <laughs> like pain. I'm a man. No. So I don't handle it well. <laughs>
I would you prefer the other way. Like no, you no know, pain. like a spiritual growth or emotional growth. When yeah. you go through pain, that's when you learn the most about who you are as a human being. And in business, the more you fail, the more you realize that wait. I need to go back and reevaluate what I'm doing. Mm. You know what? And the other thing that you often hear people say is entrepreneurship is really a lonely space. Oh yes. And 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 in that lonely space, you you in that space you even learn more about yourself yes. because there are times when you when you're sitting behind the desk and there's a there's a, a whiteboard at the back and I remember doing the sitting at my mm. desk and there's a whiteboard in the back and I have a title called prospects and there's nothing on it and you <laughs> sit there and you look at that and you think. Who's going to be the first? And yeah. and that's how it starts. You look at this blank board and you, and you have this thing and you say, okay, I know somebody in this industry, prospect one. Yes. And you go to prospect mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. and prospect three. Yeah. And and it's in those moments, those quiet moments where you're really, really sitting there and you're reflecting. There's no mm-hmm. noise. You're alone. Um, you know, and, and no you're looking at the board. At there's no, there's no fancy meetings <laughs> at restaurants. You're deciding. Yeah. Your, your mind is deciding. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. if it's really you, You'll go out and you start putting the list. Yeah. You'll yes. start coming. But here's the thing. I think with what you just said, there are a lot of young people complain about not having funding. Yes. Um, and they need funding to start their business. But what you've just said is if you create a market, then you don't really need funding because there is your funding right there. Your Correct. prospects. Go out and find some prospects. Get no, this thing off the Well, you've got to bootstrap, uh, yes. remember? <laughs> you've got to bootstrap in the beginning. Yes, in the beginning, you've got to be lean. And lean means... I mean, I started with a laptop computer, and that was it. No overheads, no staff. Yes. You, you start like that. No PAs. And I think, no. I think you've yeah. got to start. If you, if you raise the hurdle, then the volume question becomes a big one. Because as you decide, well, I need all this infrastructure mm. to deliver this, then the volume that you have to do has to be that much more. But then when you take it all down and you, and you work a bare minimum, like how much do I need to just live but I it's think achievable. you have to start there. I think a you lot of people to. start with um, this, I need to sell 100,000 um, units of this particular yes. thing every yes. single month. So Absolutely. I'm going to go and get funding so I can get the office, yes. Yes. I can get the yes. staff, but I can get yes. the secretaries, as opposed to, can I just start at 100, manage that, get to 1,000, 10,000, yes. 50,000, 100,000, because you won't manage it. Yeah? Can we just go into what York said? There was an entrepreneur who was in studio the other day, and basically what he said is with, when he had no money and no resources, that's when the most innovation happened. It does. Because when you've got all this access to money, you start putting it into useless things. Absolutely. You hire people that you don't need. You you know get resources you don't need to perceive so that the world can perceive you as successful already yes. mm. instead of building up towards that and saying, wow, you know, and then it pours out and you actually need those resources. Mm. I think the one thing that you have now that's, that's better than anything, technology has allowed you mm. to, to create, a, create an image for yourself, to, to put your product out there. And, and I think people have gone to accept that people don't necessarily work in fancy offices. People don't expect it anymore. No. I think, I think as you're going, you could meet anywhere and, and it's not frowned upon. I think mm. in the old days when someone loved to come in and have a look at a big office, office. with a fountain outside <laughs> and all sorts of things, uh, yeah. that, that's disappearing, uh, you know, as, in fact, as I think more, more people are actually, Appreciate and prefer to work with business people who don't have the fancy stuff. Like, just talk to me. What Correct. do you do? What's your product? What's your service? Let's get to that. I don't yes. want to be blinded by all the lights you know, and shiny, all the lights mm. and, and the shiny reception desk yes. and the shiny receptionist. I just want to know: Can you do this or can you not do this? And yeah. in fact, the best way for me to know is for me to see you working on just your laptop, absolutely, and like making those orders and and making it happen. Yes. Just just another thing about about requiring funding is mm. is the next thing in terms of your idea and the volume 
is you look at the, the infrastructure that you need. And that's, that's a big one. Okay. Because sometimes people come up with ideas that need so much infrastructure that you really are not going to get out of the starting blocks. And, mm. and my view in that case is, is change it. Okay. No point, no point deciding, uh, I think this, sh- I'm going to set up a new kind of mobile company that's going to have no contracts, no this, and you're just going to get lots of data. And, uh, I need to spend 10 billion rand. That idea is not going to go anywhere. You're going to spend 10 years trying to get funding for it or whatever. And then it's never going to happen because someone else is going to do it. You are, you may get lucky in that, in, in the sense that you present to somebody and you get funding. But can you imagine how much harder raising that Mm -hmm. level of money when you have no experience? You, you're someone that, that's really just starting out. So, so I think people need to then, then balance. Uh, what they're going to do with how much infrastructure they need to do it. But then shouldn't we just go back to the basics of volume once again? I mean, you look at a Steve yeah. Jobs who started Apple. He was just trying to sell 10 computers a yes. month when he started out, right? He Absolutely. wasn't trying to take over the world. Yes. And as difficult as it was and, and costly, I suppose, at the time to make a computer, all he did was he bought the, 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 pro- the production um, material that he needed to manufacture one computer. Absolutely. Yes. Sell it. Sell it. And then sell it to another person. Yes. And then sell it to another person. Yes. And get to a point where he's selling to enough people that he can hire people now to, to make these computers for him that he can sell more. And then when he was as, as a, at, at a certain comfortable level, he then hired even more yes. people and opened Absolutely. a factory. However, Absolutely. wouldn't we add on to that in terms of Steve Jobs, your Mark Zuckerbergs, all these people that become incredibly successful, Warren Buffett, when they started their companies, Profit wasn't the main aim. You know, it mm, wasn't like, mm. I'm going to become this multi-millionaire. No, they had no idea. You know, idea. what they wanted to was do joy, was right? to fulfill. They wanted to fulfill a need in society. Absolutely. And not only did they want to fulfill a need in society, but they wanted to give quality. You Absolutely. Know? But and they I also think that found a lot of joy in what they were doing. Joy. But can I tell you, sometimes mm. I feel like where entrepreneurship, where, from my pers- uh, perspective, fails, is people start a business in order to procure these huge funds and to have this lifestyle yeah, that yeah. they yeah. assume. Yeah. That's sometimes why we want the fun. So we can buy that's them, right. It's not for the Mercedes. business. Yes, <laughs> it's not for the business. It's so that you know I can yeah. pick up girls on the side of the road, like hey, girl, you know. Hello, once, you I want success. I think you mm-hmm. want success quickly, um, and and the, the time frames are very short. Mm-hmm. But I also think in, in, we live in a, in a society where somebody, for example, may get a large contract in mon- in day one, and mm-hmm. and yes, it does happen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you are one of those people, and then all of a sudden you use that to raise money, but the question is, are you consistently going to get that? Yeah, yeah. I would rather not, because uh, in business you're not, right? And you don't know, right? So, mm. I, I, the, the, w- but w- the chances are you are not. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like you might get when a great contract everyone, now, yes. and it's it's, it's a, you've had a great year, Ten maybe million, two years, yes. and then suddenly you go back to now you got to learn what it would have been like the had skill. you not got that contract so for the next three years. <laughs> nothing <laughs> happens. But that's the problem with getting it on day one because that's what you, I'm you, you didn't not. acquire the skill of running your company without. No, funding. you didn't. You didn't. Now, because, now you're stuck because yeah. you're like. I didn't know how to make those 10 million in the first place. Correct. And you've acquired no. material things. It's, and now your and material now things like, are about to oh, disappear. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing yeah. that I think a lot of people must consider is not only yourself, but your closest family members and friends will always tell you in the beginning, especially when you're failing, yes. that maybe you should do something yes. else. Hey? Yeah. Yes. This is yeah. just not working. Look, that, that, like selling that's computers, absolutely. it's never going to work. Of yeah. course. You're going to get What's that opinion Facebook from, from everybody. Yes. I think, I think people are always going to give you their opinions. I think if you really know yourself and you have the belief and you have, you are, 
essentially the captain of your own own destiny, yes. right? And I think mm. everybody comes from a different. I've always had that same thing. Older people try to give you advice, mm. but you've also got to step back and say, well, they lived in a different time. Mm. Okay, mm. time where where people did things differently. But if you know yourself and you have an interest in the product and you you literally know what you're doing and you are doing it, I think you're probably the best equipped to make the decision. Do I continue with this? Yes or no? Mm. And you will find a way. You will yeah. find a way of incorporating in whatever you're doing in a way that 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 uh, is successful at at mm. some point. You got to keep going yeah. at it. Mm. And the reason why I mentioned socks, by the way, is because I'm wearing skinny boo socks. They're my <laughs> favorite socks. We must get him in studio. He's awesome. Um, he's awesome. Mm. Um, but the thing is, you know, he started out wanting to sell socks. He Absolutely. loves socks yeah. because he said he's particularly tall. Yes, and he's got and long legs, and he could show. never find pants because he's skinny as well. Yes. So he could yes. never find pants that were long enough but skinny enough for him to wear. Yeah. So uh, he decided, you know, uh, uh, to, to fall in love with socks, and from there he thought, why not turn this into a business? And you t- you spoke about volume, absolutely. Um, and he started by selling to people he knows. Yes. Um, getting these socks made, and he, he, his dream was to make them in South Africa. And so was, it would have been cheaper to get them from China. But yes. he was also fulfilling a need and because he, he realized that for himself he wasn't finding yeah. a product. Yes. Yeah. And therefore, although he loved the product, yes. he thought, you know, if I have this problem, other people surely have this problem. And yes. he tested as, the market as mundane as socks, right? right? But he turned it into something that's really interesting. All these socks have a story. He's just come out with a with a new range, uh, called. Uh, heritage socks where yes. we've got King Hinta, oh, wow. uh, we've got King Shaka, we've got King Mushweshwe, hmm. uh, and we've got King Ziligazi. So we've got basically the kings of South Africa, and wow. then the last uh, in the range is just the South African flag sock, which I'm wearing right now with all the different wow. colors. That's but the reason cool. why I'm saying that is, is what, with what you said just mm. now. Um, finding that USP in whatever you're doing yes. is, is, might be that thing that, that just makes it a difference from selling something as everyday yes. as socks yes. to actually making it a brand. Mm. Exactly. Because, because he has a, he's obviously got an interest in it. He'll mm. talk about it. Yes. Wherever he goes, he's not going to shy. What do you do? And, and mumbles yeah. along something <laughs> yes. else. That's actually our right? Yes. <laughs> is, is he's going to tell you about it. He's yeah. going to say, listen, this is what I do. This is, and mm. he'll be proud of it. Mm. And he'll do it to anybody he ever sees. If somebody's doing something that's not really right for them, Ask them to explain to other people what they do. And it doesn't come out as confident Authentic. as anyone else. Yes. Somebody who loves what they do will speak about it, will go out there and, and never shy away from people asking questions, oh, yes. will always be proud of it, will we'll always come back and say, I can, we'll, we'll, we'll add that extra bit of spark that you will see in someone's eyes. And literally you can see it, mm. uh, that mm. this guy really, and what happens then, once he's proven the concept, Mm. He will be able to raise funding a lot easier. Yes. He's tried it. He's got customers. There is a cash flow. And guess what? When that happens, a lot of investors will line up to give you money yeah. because they know it works. Spark. Yeah, and I'm quite, I'm quite excited for him because actually he's, he's selling in uh, Statifords at the moment, uh, and he's trying to get into Woolworths and all the major stores like Edgars, which, wow. which is great. So without going for funding, it. he's going for marketing. Right. Which is what you were talking about. It's because exactly you're both right. a product exactly. worth buying. Yeah. You know. Well, that guys, was a that's good it. show. Um, <laughs> that was what, a lot of what fun. What is uh, your no woman ever for today? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I don't have one for today. Nothing weird has happened today. Come on, just make but, one up. Um, make one up. Okay. Jeez, you just put me on the spot. Yeah, there. I am. I am. I'm just looking for something. So Gosh. Should no. I play an Idris Alba song? Idris Alba sings? Well, I, he's a DJ. You know that, right? No. You didn't know. Idris Elba 
was a DJ. A With all those good DJ. looks, he really doesn't need anything else, right? He just has to make <laughs> if, if he had figured out a way anything to make money from just, just being good looking, he'd be doing that, I'm sure. Because that's mm. what I would be doing. I know. If he I was marry, good looking, uh, he, uh, he, marry he should who? marry up. <laughs> he should marry up. Marry up. Well, maybe. Idris, if you're listening, um, <laughs> Candice <laughs> has made an offer. And we know she's going to be very successful because she's like, she's got strategy. She puts her pens in their own. Oh, stop like, it. The colors of her pen. No pink it pens was one live picture. with blue pens. Oh, oh they live in their own homeland. I don't have a segregated. You have a segregated desk. Bye. And on that note, we'll see you next Thanks, week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Cheers, Katesh. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. This is cliffcentral.com.